Hey friend, welcome back to the show. When you hear the word alone, what comes to mind for you? Maybe fear, sadness, or an empty feeling. Often in the empty nest, we dislike the quiet of the house, or we fear being alone. And yet the caterpillar goes into a season of isolation before it becomes a beautiful butterfly. What if this season of quiet in your life was actually there to support your transition to something really amazing? Grab your journal, friend, because we're going to use it today. Let's talk about it. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, and empty nest mom of three. Also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hey friend, come on in. I'm so glad you came to spend time with me today. I want to talk to you about loneliness and the fear of being alone. This is a huge challenge for many of us as empty nest moms, and today we're going to get into our journals and explore this fear. Before we get into the episode, I want to invite you to find community with us in the free Facebook group. If you're feeling lonely, it's a safe place to talk about your feelings and to be in community with like-minded mamas. You can join us over at emptynest.community. I spend time there often, and I hope to see you there. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Emptiness loneliness can look different for different people. The house being quiet, the phone not ringing, no place we need to rush off to in order to give our child a ride. All of those things can create a sense of loneliness. And the silence can be loud. Trust me, I know. But today, I really want to make you think. I want to challenge that thought that being alone is inherently bad. What if that was just a little mouse casting a big shadow? What if being alone is fun sometimes? What if we thought of silence more as quiet? And what if the quiet gives you space to be creative and bring new ideas into your mind? I saw a post on Instagram where a woman was sharing about how she loves to go to the movie theater alone. It was like a guilty pleasure for her. She said she could concentrate on the movie without needing to interact with her companions, and she found it to be a richer experience that way. She has a family she loves, 
but she gets joy from going to the movies on her own. We're conditioned to think that we're somehow failing at life if we eat out alone or go do activities on our own. We're taught that if we don't have an entourage of friends at our side, we must not be good company or we're otherwise lacking in some way. Now, I'm not discounting that community is an important part of life for many people. I'm not denying that God made Eve as a helpmate to Adam. He certainly did. But Jesus also went off alone to meditate or replenish himself after being around a crowd. And there's something special that happens in the quiet times. So while I'm not telling you to become a recluse, although if that's what you really want to do, I would think that was cool too. What I am telling you is that you can give yourself permission to love being alone, to release the fear of it, to enjoy adventures of one, to revel in quiet times, blissfully enjoying the peace of that moment. This week, I would love for you to journal a list of things you enjoyed doing in years gone by. Maybe things like seeing a movie, painting, visiting the library, going to the zoo, or eating in an Italian restaurant. And then I want you to schedule a play date with yourself. Every week or so, or it could be once a month if that suits you better, each time I want you to have a play date on your calendar, choose one thing from the list that you made in your journal, and do that thing alone. Don't invite a friend. Just commit to spending that time with you and learning to love your own company in the process. See if you notice things that you may have missed under the distraction of having other people with you. See if you still enjoy that activity. Maybe you'll even enjoy it more. You can come back to your journal after each play date and write about your experience. Rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being you absolutely loved it. Write about if you want to try this again. Write about what worked well and what could have gone better. Write about one key takeaway you're bringing out of this experience. You might want to print out a photo from each outing and include it with your journal entry. It would be fun to look back at it at the end of the year. And it's a whole lot more fulfilling than hiding on the sofa, feeling like there's nothing to do and no one to do it with. And I have found that the more comfortable I am with being alone, the more other people want to be around me. Isn't that interesting? I think some people sense our desperation or discomfort even though they don't know exactly what it is they're sensing. And even though they don't know why, they avoid you, and it creates a snowball effect. So this week, start with your brainstorming list of activities that you've enjoyed in the past or things you want to try. You can go ahead and make your list after this episode ends. And then put one of those activities on your calendar and commit to spending that time with yourself. Commit to having a good time and letting it be okay even if it's a little scary, and even if it feels new or unfamiliar. This is all part of the beautiful but messy process of turning this page in your new empty nest chapter. Here's one other journal exercise that I would like for you to try. I want you to draw a picture of a butterfly, or if you prefer, you can print one out or cut it out from a magazine, and then put it on a page of your journal, and on the same page, I want you to write this. I am like the butterfly. Having alone time supports me in my transformation because dot 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 and then journal out your answer. 
If your brain tries to tell you that you don't know the answer, just be curious and say, what if I did know? What might I write? And then just write that. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time. I hope it really makes you think and I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.